Welcome back to our second episode of Handle With Care, Women Don't Ask. So I guess the reason that we chose this to be our second taboo topic to discuss was because it, again, is something me and Sonia felt really passionately about. And it is one of them taboo subjects that you kind of hear people whispering about in the kitchen and no one wants to really discuss it with their friends of what they're earning. So we chose negotiating your salary to be our next topic of discussion. I guess... Firstly, Sonia, have you ever been in a situation where you've had to negotiate your pay? Yeah, so really um, interesting story. So in my first role, I was brought on as an entry level. um, And I remember at that point, the company office was meant to be closer to my house. But the job role they put was in Essex. So it's like an hour and a half away. So I remember the recruiter, who's super nice at that point, she actually negotiated and gave me a three grand extra so that I could buy a car to drive there, which was really nice. Uh, But for two years, I practically stayed on that same salary. And when it came to my pay review, um, this is one of my first, first managers. She was like... I will, she, she she asked me very openly, have you got other job offers? I was like, yes, I've got other job offers, but I'm willing to stay here. They're giving me 10% more. And she was like, don't worry, I'll give you 10% more. It's fine. Came to pay review. I got 2% extra increase. I went back and I was like, can I please um, put in a business case for more money? Remember, this is my first job as a graduate. And, she, and literally, my manager took me to the side and was like, if you ask for more money, I will hinder your career progression. And I was just gobsmacked, right? I was like, oh my God, what's just happened? And so I didn't bother after that. Got to kind of, um, I'd say kind of nine months after, I started looking for new roles just because I'd lost my faith in 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 that team. And also I got bored. So, you, you know, you want to progress after two years. Um, I got a job offer. I was, I was like, yeah, that's great. It was my other half who was like, go back and ask for more money. I was like, no, I can't. Like, they gave me money. He was like, no, write down all the reasons why you deserve more money. Go back and ask. I went and I got um, 35% extra money than I did in my first job role. 35%. That's stupid money. And that is basically because I had, and I will bring a man into this. I had a man who sat there and was like, go back and ask. This is not what you deserve. You deserve more. Tell them why you need to do it. And so this title, women don't ask, is so relevant because actually I was once a woman who didn't ask. Yeah, I guess it's really similar for me too. In my last, in my previous two roles, I have had to negotiate my pay and it's really strange. In my, not my last role, but my role before, my MD actually said to me, your CEO is going to, going to try and undercut you in what you're earning and he's going to give you a pay rise but it's not going to be as much as you should get so you should prepare and take a list of reasons why you should get more a bigger increase basically so I did exactly that I kind of presented a mini business case and prepared this long list of reasons why I should get more money than he was going to give me and that is what happened I went up to the CEO on the fifth floor who again was a male and he gave me a pay rise which wouldn't have made a difference monthly if that made sense and I kind of presented my business case and I was lucky enough to kind of squeeze an extra little bit of money out of him but apparently that was such a rare thing to do and I was it was quite shocking that apparently he'd done that for me and again moving into my next position the initial 
salary they wanted to pay was a lot lower than what I wanted and I had to really negotiate up just to maintain the same salary that I to do a sideward step almost so for me it's always been such a big thing and and I have asked but I've always felt so nervous to do so and always kind of undervalued myself and felt like I couldn't and people like my brother and my boyfriend have said to me what are you talking about why are you not asking so yeah I think this is so relevant and kind of leads us on to introducing our guest, Tori, who's the expert in this area. Hi. Um, so, yes, I, every day I am dealing with negotiating salary. Um, I'm a headhunter in technology sales. So very, very relevant what you're both saying in terms of um, women don't ask, number one. They absolutely don't. Um, secondly, they undervalue themselves. Um, quite dramatically in the market, actually. And it's only until I have a chat with a woman and I understand her skills and her experience and I chat to her about um, the role that I think she's suitable for, we have a great conversation. More often than not, I would say probably about eight times out of ten, I send her the job description, she'll ring me back and she'll say, Tori, I don't think I'm qualified for this job. And I go back to her and I say... Right, I'm really sorry I sent you the job description. Please ignore it. I am telling you what my client is looking for and I'm telling you you have all the skills, you have all the knowledge and you have the character to go with that. Um, and it, it takes me to empower that woman to go forward for that job. And, you know, I speak to as many women as I can in sales, but I can't speak to every single one. And it scares me at how many women you know, will look at a job description and, and kind of count themselves out on it. Um, this is before we even get to salary. Um, and then when we do get to salary, I'll, I'll, obviously I have to ask what they're currently on um, and they'll tell me. And I would, about 80% of women are being underpaid in the market. They don't know this because they're, they're loyal they want to stay where they are. They like the people they work with. They've worked out their routine, maybe with their family, with their partner. You know, job hopping is not something that women want to do, that anyone wants to do. Um, but really, it's only by job hopping or looking at other opportunities do you actually know your value in the market until you take yourself out to market. Um, and therefore, I sit on on the fence, I sit in the middle of this because I know what clients are looking for and I know what candidates are wanting and therefore I have a very good understanding of benchmarking in the market. Um, and unfortunately, women do underestimate their ability big time, which means they underestimate what they should earn. And women don't ask. It couldn't be better titled this episode because it's so true. And I encourage every woman, every woman to ask because if you don't ask, you don't get... But how do you ask as a as the middleman, as someone who is ultimately asking on my behalf or Danielle's behalf, kind of give us some, you know, f fire tips and tricks that we can be using to ask and be that negotiating your salary, negotiating anything. How do I as a woman, how do I go and ask for something? So women naturally like to do a lot of research. They like to know that what they're asking for isn't cheeky, isn't a bit too high. Um, so do your research. Understand what value you bring to the company. 
Okay, write it down, bullet point it, whatever it needs to be. Um, personally, in my company, I like to present a very quick business case on what value I add to the company, where I see my progression, what development I want to bring, how I want my team to look. And therefore, that equates to me needing this amount of money to A, keep me satisfied, but more importantly, to feel like I'm valued in my role. Um, I would say to anybody going and asking, have a backup of the value you bring to the business. If you feel like you are being undervalued, go in at the salary you think you should earn. Go in at the salary. Make, remember this, number one rule, you can always negotiate down. You can never negotiate up. Yeah, I kind of agree in terms of, I do agree that women do their research, but for me, it's so strange. I think women love to take on more and more. Mm -hmm. So in every role I've gone into, I've gone in at a position and ended up taking on an extra 10 roles, if that makes sense, and yep. so much more responsibility. And for me personally, I find it hard to get to that point where I'm like, actually, I'm now doing a role, three roles above me, still on the same salary because the company's not actually said to me, Danielle, we've recognised this. I, I don't know what you think, Tori, but I find it really rare or I've never had it in my career where the company has actually said, Danielle, you deserve a pay rise. It's always had to kind of come from me and say, I'm actually doing a lot more now. And I think that's such a difficult conversation to have and to know when to have it. So, yeah, I don't know what your perspective is on that. So I think one... A big piece of advice that actually I took on board myself is to get a mentor, is to get another female in business that you can have a chat with um, outside of the company, maybe within the company, something confidential um, that you can create a conversation between, that you can... Uh, I, as a woman, am very reflective. I like to talk about my, pro my, my problems, but I like to, you know, see what other people's opinions are. I'm very much a data-orientated person, so I'd like to get somebody else's opinion. Do you think this is unreasonable? Do you think that I should ask for this? How do you see me in the company? These, this is my job role. What do you think about me asking for this amount of money? Um, I've done it recently. And um, my mentor said to me, I don't think you're asking for too much at all. I think you definitely should. So I would say, talk about it. Women like to talk. They like to have conversations with people to see where they fit in the market. So be open with it. Um, obviously, it's a confidential subject, but make sure that you are you feel at ease when you're asking that you've got backup that somebody actually thinks you're doing the right thing. So according to stats from Forbes... They say that only 30% of women bother negotiating. And if we all negotiated, we would increase revenue by at least 2 million over the lifetime of an average woman seeking to climb the leadership ladder. 2 million is a large number as a result of what we're missing out on. My question is more around... Well, I have two questions. One is... What about those managers who are women, who are basically the 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 stop sign between you and extra salary? I've had it with two managers now in the three jobs that I've worked for. What do you do then? And my second question is, why are we not learning these basic skills like negotiation and uh, and and kind of how to hype yourself so you can get more like why is it that that's just nothing 
Why is that not taught yet? We're taught other other soft skills that maybe are less relevant. I think with having the, going back to your first part, with having the manager that's a blocker, I would really hope that you don't have a female that is blocking you. Um, that is something that absolutely is a no-no. If you do, um, I say talking, you should go and talk to somebody and, and find a mentor to discuss this with. But actually, um, at that point, I would probably advise going out to market and seeing what your worth is on the market. It's it's a, it's a difficult job to do, but it gives you backup. It gives you, OK, I've gone out to market and actually I could get paid this, this and this. Now, it shouldn't have it shouldn't need me to go out to market for me to demonstrate my worth to you. It shouldn't be that you're going to pay me more because I'm threatening to leave. It should be that you see my value already. And quite frankly, if they don't see your value already, what are you still doing there? That's the answer to the to the first point. Definitely. I actually completely get that. I've worked with women in, in throughout my career now, in every workplace I've worked, where women go, you can't ask for that, it's too much. Or you have them like little conversations whilst you're making coffee. And, and I even have conversations with my brother and I'm like, maybe I deserve this much. And he's like, are you joking? You deserve this much. Like, mm. even what I think I deserve is so disorientated to, compared to what my brother would ask for a 7K pay rise and I'd ask for a two. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I think just the way men and women maybe look at things are slightly different. I don't know what your view is, obviously working alongside men and women. Do you get that? Do you think men and women kind of negotiate in a different way? So um, I think the key number one difference is when I get to kind of salary negotiation with any of my candidates, it's always men that bring it up. Women never bring it up. I will always bring it up with a woman. And with the men, it's, well, to move companies, I need X amount more. For a woman, she never says that. She's like, oh, well, what, what's the job offering? And I'm like, no, what, what do you think this job is worth? You know, I'm not going to let you. Obviously, it benefits me um, helping them get more because it, why would it not? Um, but it's, it's staggering to see how women, they don't even broach the topic of conversation with you. It, it's kind of a, I have to bring it up, whereas with a man, it's very much... Well, unless it's this money, I'm not even going to talk to you. It's their first point of, of call. Whereas with a female, it's it's maybe their last or they don't even ask or consider it. Do you know what's so interesting? So I remember speaking to a recruiter once and actually dreading the salary <laughs> conversation. I remember them going through my skills, what I knew, what I wanted to do, where I wanted to be, the role that they had on offer. And I remember literally dreading the salary conversation and all these thoughts going through my head thinking, right, I don't want to say a salary that's too much because I'm maybe asking for too much. I don't want to say what I'm on now because I want to actually earn a little bit more than what I'm on now. I've been on the same salary for a while. And it's so strange. All these thoughts are going through my head. And I literally was thinking, do I lie? Do I just say I'm on 5K more so I so they match my salary rather than me saying, actually, I think I deserve to earn 5K more than what I'm on, what I was on two years ago. It's so strange. So, yeah, I find it absolutely amazing how you say that and for me I actually do feel more comfortable going for a recruiter because I think yeah. I don't have to negotiate I can negotiate in business yeah easily but when it comes to negotiating on behalf of myself I find it so hard yeah and I think you also have to remember um with a recruiter that is their job 
it benefits them to get you that bit more. Um, and all I can say actually is that I'm working with so many clients now. Um, the market is screaming out for more women in technology sales, um, more women in sales generally. So if you are a woman listening to this, please go and ask for more because your company should be very happy to have you. If you are performing, they should not undervalue you at any cost. That's so powerful. Ask for more. If anything that you can do today, it's definitely ask for more. I think every every point you've made is so valid. And so I just want to bring this um, slightly on a tangent is we're talking about those who are in a corporate setting. What about those who are freelancers or those who are running their own business? Now, as someone who's running her own business and doing consultancy work, my day rate changes. It changes on the type of business you are, how many people you employ and where you're based. So I have started playing this really fun game where I will say the first number that pops into my head and make it as like big as it possibly can based on the size of business and then negotiate it down slightly. And it's going back to a point that you made, Tori, but also a point that I think my um, other half and my, my, well, my boyfriend has very much instilled into me is go big and then see how you can negotiate uh, to, to, to meet a fair amount. And it definitely does work. And so for those who are freelancers, for those who are working on a day rate, for those who are having a hobby and they're having a different line of income stream, I would say the first kind of six months, play around with your rates, see what's relevant, see what's your value add. Of course, have a benchmark and see what the market is paying. And similar to what's been discussed, go out and talk about it. Meet for people with coffee and just say, what's your range? That's what I ask is I ask, what is your range? I don't need your number, but roughly how much are you getting paid for a workshop or training or a keynote? Or how much are you getting paid for a consultancy day? Because this is what I think. And I've only upped my numbers because someone else has said, that's ridiculous. You're worth more. And it takes us to tell each other that we're worth more for it to go anywhere. And so now just going back to the second question, which was soft skills, I'm reading a really good book right now called Never Split the Difference. And um, it's by this CIA agent who was a hostage negotiator. And it basically talks about different negotiation skills and how you do it. And ultimately, you know, the top three basic elements are one, listen. Two, go with examples of impact. And three, know why you are where you are. And then having read that book and thinking I can now teach such a lesson, um, I'm starting a course with General Assembly teaching how to negotiate. Not going to say I'm the best person, but what I am going to say is someone needs to start this conversation because we don't have it enough. Strangely, last night... Just bringing this up really randomly, but last night I was laying in bed with my boyfriend and I obviously work in a permanent role at the moment, but I've been asked to do some sort of mini project on the side and they asked me what my hourly rate was and I said to my boyfriend, I can't say that. And he was like, but that's what your hourly rate is, as in your in my permanent role, working it out as an hourly rate. He was like, that's what you earn in your permanent role and really you should charge more than that because it is like a freelance piece. And I was like, I can't physically write that in an email and he was like, why? And it was such a weird, we almost had an argument about it because I was like, how can I say that's my hourly rate? I felt embarrassed to say it. So yeah, I definitely think like ballparking kind of start at the top and negotiate down is a great piece of advice for me personally, because that is just a whole panic conversation, if that makes sense. 
And I think my my final piece and most important piece of advice is value yourself. Value the work you do. Um, you know, we spend the majority of our lives at work. Please value that time. Don't waste it. Yeah, again, such good advice. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> no problem. And just, just a really side, a small side note, really, just before we kind of tail off, but... I remember negotiating my salary in a role once and kind of, again, taking a sidestep and staying on the same salary and feeling really proud of myself that I'd negotiated to that point because they did want to pay a lot less. But I also find things like annual leave quite important to me and I know, like, working benefits and there's perk box and there's all these things out there, but for me, annual leave is quite a big one. I love to travel and I don't really do that in my role, so that's a big thing for me. And in my one of my previous negotiations, because I'd negotiated my salary, I then thought, well, I can't negotiate my annual leave. I can't negotiate that as well because I almost felt like I was asking for so much and actually ended up being on minimum annual leave, which was a big thing for me and I kind of settled on that. Do you have any advice on that? Do you think that, obviously, for me, I felt like I was asking for too much when actually I was asking for the same salary I was on and some, some more annual leave? Can you give any advice on that? Or Yeah, so I would say I deal with, obviously, candidates looking for a new job. Whenever you go to an interview, please treat it as a two-way conversation. You are interviewing that company as much as they are interviewing you. If annual leave is important to you, if you're only going to get the standard set amount of days, ask if they do unpaid. If you're happy to take unpaid for a bit more salary, then surely that, you know, they have to complement your, your life right? You have one life. You want to make the most of it. You don't want to spend it all at work. Um, and they need to, in order to retain you, they have to understand what your values are and make sure that your values align with theirs. Um, always, you know, ask about the culture, ask about what they do to maintain employee satisfaction. Ask about that. Really drill, you know, really drill them on it. I always have clients saying to me, actually, the more that uh, prospective candidates ask in, in in interviews is more impressive because they want to know what they're getting. They want to know how well this company is going to treat them and that's something we really care about. If there's a challenge for the rest of the year, it's to ask and ask and never give up. What's the worst that can happen? Someone can say no, but if you go with facts and figures, if you go with data points, how you're adding value, you will definitely reap the rewards and the benefits so thank you Tori so much for coming and sharing your wisdom thank you so much for giving us just tips and tricks that we can start tomorrow and moving on to our next episode so join us next time to talk about ageism in industry are you too young am I too young is it because I'm too young <laughs>